They did it. Y'all know that sound. Nobody believed but us. Touchdown. That's why we grow faithful. Nobody believed but us. Touchdown. You know that sound. Uh-huh. Tell me along. Let's go. Oh, <laughs> Let's get it, baby. Breezy. Yeah. Out west is Patina when the style is so nitty. Breezy on the east and this flow is so gritty. Them boys stay hot, reppin' niners in they city. Take one, take two, take that like Diddy. Oh. Yeah. Nitty greed is that niners talk. You don't like it, better take a walk. Nitty greed is that niners talk. We outline players up and show. Nitty greed is that niners talk. You don't like it, better take a walk. Nitty greed is the nice talk. Nice talk. Nitty greed is the nice talk. Yes, what's going on, everybody? It's your boy Wayne Breezy. We in the building. I got my girl Crystal Peachy B. What's going on? What's up? What's going on? What's going on? Nothing much. I- nothing much. Happy belated Mother's Day, even though I wished you a happy Mother's Day already, but happy Mother's Day to out, to all the women out there, all the mothers out there. It is the day after Mother's Day. How was your Mother's Day? My Mother's Day was spent recouping from shot number two that I got Saturday, so it was pretty Perfect. quiet. It was pretty serene. I just rested and, you know, get my energy back up and everything, so. All right, so everybody, we got to channel our energy to Peachy, we got to give her that energy and that vibe, you know what I'm saying? Uh, so she can go ahead and, and have a great, great, great show, right? Because she's still recouping from shot number der or part two or whatever you want to call it, right? So that, that shot is no joke, man. I have mine. Luckily, I didn't get as messed up from the second dose. The first dose tried to take me out, though. It, it tried to tried to bring me down. Tried to bring me out. All right, let's get through the formalities. Let's go ahead. Make sure you guys go ahead and like and follow us. Now, you know what? Before we do this part, I guess I'll make the little bit of the announcement. All right. So, everybody, what we're doing is we are going to do a little bit of rebranding. And that does not mean Nitty Gritty Niners Talk will be discontinued. That's not what that means. What we're doing is we're rebranding it. And I'm going to be rebranding myself as Wayne Breezy. And then we're going to put everything up under there. Now, this came because a few of you said that Wayne does 55 shows. If I'm not mistaken, that's the quote. It's like 50. And so because I'm doing 55 and trying to promote 55 things, my marketing director said it would be best if I market and brand myself and bring everything up under Wayne Breezy. And so Nitty Gritty Niners, if we're asking you guys to watch us on Twitch at Wayne Breezy, you'll still get the Nitty Gritty Niners show with myself, Peachy, Donnie, Annie, and and whoever, but it's going to be up under the Wayne Breezy name. That does not mean we're moving our Nitty Gritty Niners from Twitter or or IG or things like that, but we will be rebranding the YouTube channel. And so that channel made, the name will change, but the shows will still remain the same so the nitty-gritty niners talk will be up on under the wayne breezy i just wanted to put that disclosure out there so that way people don't get confused on what's going on because we still want you to like and follow us we're still going to be putting out those shows and we truly appreciate the support that you guys have been doing over you know we haven't even been going for a year peachy and they've been rocking with us and holding us down I know it, and we love them for it, and we thank you guys very much. We just want to continue bringing you the content that you love so much in a better way and a more easier and accessible way to be able to check us out. 
I agree. Now, for those that are tuned to into us on face on YouTube and Facebook, um, we will be leaving those streaming platforms, but that does not mean that the videos won't be posted or uploaded to them later on. But we will be streaming on Twitch from now on and we'll make sure we give you that information so twitch is where we want you to watch and we will be able to communicate because i'm looking at my twitch chat right now and so we will be able to communicate with you guys on twitch all right so in the meantime formalities like and follow us on facebook all right facebook.com backslash nitty gritty niners listen we're still be going to put up the news and all that good stuff so make sure you go there and follow us also follow us on twitter nitty gritty with the number nine ers all right you can follow us on instagram at nitty gritty Niners as well. Like we said, we're not going to change those things. We're only changing the streaming service, all right? And make sure you go ahead and subscribe to us, Nitty Gritty Niners, on YouTube, which will be changed soon to Wayne Breezy, but it will still be the same thing. So if you like all the other shows that we do, you can go ahead and watch Sizzling Sunday, Under the Spotlight, and all the other shows that we're bringing up under Wayne Breezy. I'm also going to be streaming live musician stuff, so make sure you, you know, you make sure you go ahead and subscribe to the channel, all right? So Nitty Gritty Niners, while you're there, smash that like button and so everyone listening to us on their favorite podcasting networks, make sure you go to anchor.fm backslash nitty gritty niners. You can find us on Spotify, Stitcher, Breaker, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. My favorite is Apple Podcasts. So don't change. We're not changing that. So make sure you subscribe to Nitty Gritty Niners on Apple Podcasts. And while you're there, select five stars. And the email address isn't going away as well. So you can reach out to us, nitty gritty niners at gmail.com. And now, Here's where we go. This is where you're going to follow. So if you're on Twitch, make sure you go to twitch.tv backslash and just put my name in there, Wayne Breezy. You guys know me as Wayne Breezy, so it's, it's not hard, right? Wayne Breezy. And this is where we will be streaming. The next couple of weeks, we'll be shutting down the live streaming on YouTube. So if you don't want to miss a Nitty Gritty Niners episode, make sure you go ahead and subscribe to us on Twitch. And last but not least, listen, Peachy, I'm rocking a nice little Nitty Gritty Niners tea. Got the drip, drip. You know, I'm a V-neck guy because I don't have a neck. So I like the V-necks. I know people don't like the V-necks, but we got all the stuff out there. Go to www.nittygrittyniners.com for your latest apparel. And we got those exclusive. We got those exclusive ice tray tees right now, which will be gone soon. So make sure you get your ice tray tees. I know everybody's putting out dope shirts. My man, Javi, my man, John. Like I'm seeing my man from 49ers. They're putting out a bunch of different things and I'm loving it and I will be supporting each and every one of you. Ah, we got the formalities out the way. All right. What's going on now? Now we can talk. Now we can have our conversation. I had some, I did want to say one thing. I did have some people that reached out to me that wanted to know how they could access Twitch. And it's basically, if you have an Android, you go to the Google play store and you type in the word Twitch and if you um, have an iPhone or an Apple product, then you would go to the App Store. Yes, the App Store. And, and type in Twitch and do it that way. Or you can just click the link that me and Breezy are putting out everywhere. And it'll also direct you to it. And if you do not have the app on your phone, then it will instruct you to the app. And it'll take you exactly to it. So it's very, very easy to get Twitch on your phone so be able to follow us on there agree and she mentioned freaking android obviously she's an android but if you have an iphone you just go to your app store you go to twitch you download the app and then you make your account 
same difference as you do with any other account. And then you just go ahead and follow uh, Wayne Breezy. It's super simple. All right. Yes, I do stream Madden on Twitch. I'm going to be streaming more video games. I'm about to cop Resident Evil 8. And so if I got any Resident Evil 8 people out there, man, I'm about to I'm going to die on TV for you guys for your enjoyment, because I don't know how to play those games. So I'm going to have fun. I do want to send a super shout out to my little brother, man, uh, my boy, Smokey. Uh, congratulations on the birth of your baby boy, uh, Carter Anthony Ivory, seven pounds, nine ounces. You got a big, you got a big fella there, man. So congratulations to my brother. Listen, this is my production partner. And so we're going to be doing production videos inside the studio. I'm telling you this, Wayne Breezy, you're not going to want, you're going to want to follow him everywhere. Well, follow me everywhere because we're going to be doing a lot of things and Peachy's got some things she's going to be doing. It's going to be a crazy, crazy summer that we're going to be bringing to you guys. I can't wait to get back to sizzling Sundays too, by the way, Peachy. Yeah, um, season two of Sizzling is going to be hot, just like season two of Nitty Gritty is going to be hot. For sure. And speaking of Nitty Gritty, let's go ahead and start with a couple of things. Not much Niner news going on right now, Peach. So it's kind of like the well is the water is running dry in the well and all that good stuff you know what i'm saying it's kind of mm-hmm. kind of slow uh but we are seeing some things go out there you know speaking of that uh we're gonna go ahead and get some we got some workouts going on you got Debo samuel working out as far as like you know getting better at your training wide receiver position speaking of wide receivers you have your rookie quarterback doing some training so we'll get to that very shortly so just in case people didn't get a chance to see these clips they are out there putting in that work man i'm loving what i'm seeing from these young fellas they are going out there and they're trying to let the world know that they're they're going to be better they're going to be better it's good to see Debo. what are your thoughts about Debo? we'll talk about we'll watch the video but the fact that Debo's out there putting in some work man how does that make you feel peach that makes me feel great. Debo looks fantastic, and I am looking forward to him having a healthy and long season this year out on the field. I love he it. He looks great. Healthy and long. Yes, you know. healthy and long, right. <laughs> healthy and long. All right, so let's start with a couple of workout videos. Here's... I mean, the cut, I mean, did, did you see? He's making these cuts. Who, back, 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 yeah, yeah, looking good. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, let me watch good. it one more time because I, I, I want to see, there was a specific cut that I like. Hold on. I'm going to go out when the weather is nice and I'm going to attempt this drill just to see how fast I can get. <laughs> <laughs> It'll probably take me a while, but I'm definitely going to attempt this drill. Now, listen, everybody, if you're in this uh, broadcast, make sure you get the likes up. If you're streaming on, uh, if you're watching on, what's this, uh, Twitch, make sure you go ahead and like or whatever, because we're going to definitely be getting this up. All right, so make sure you do that. All right, now, we got some other workouts, but before we get to those workouts, I definitely want to talk about a couple of things that you heard or you found on KMBR. And so there's a couple of interviews, and this made my day, all right? And so Fred Warner quote says that will be the last losing season you will ever you will, excuse me you will see out of the Niners here Fred Warner on the Murph and Mac show talk yo gritty <laughs> man let me tell you when I saw this I was so excited this just lets me know the mentality 
of these 49ers. They are tired of losing. They are tired of the losing. We're ready to get back to winning. We're ready to put to take back our rightful place in the playoffs in the Super Bowl. And not just in the Super Bowl, but winning the Super Bowl. But we are ready to, to take our rightful place over the NFC West for starters. That's for sure. Like we're with, that we we're ready to do that. I was excited. I was crunk. I was like, that's what I'm talking about. And I'm just hearing that from more and more 49er players. And I just think it's fantastic because if Fred says that, that means that everyone's serious because Fred is a leader on the 49ers. So therefore, if he says that, that means that the pulse of the 49ers is all about getting their winning on. You ain't never lied. And so here's the thing I love about Fred Warner. His post never changed. Okay. And so even in that 2020 season, that weird season, his post didn't change. He even got a look. Remember, we thought his shoulder got separated in one of the games. <laughs> and I'm like, no, not yeah. another one. And so he went out for a couple of plays and then he came back in and he was even a, he was a, even better. Fred Warner was like, dude, did you go get pumped up? Just like, uh, what was that player from the Seahawks? Oh, my gosh. Oh, Jadavian Clown. When we played the Seahawks like week eight. And he got knocked out of the game for whatever reason. And um, all of a sudden, he came back like super Terminator. You know what I'm saying? I felt like Fred Warner was the same way. I'm excited, Peach, because, you know, Sign, extend Fred Warner by any means necessary. I don't care if you got to steal from your mama's bank. You find a way to make sure that that young fella yeah. is on this team. And the thing I love about Fred is they threw. See, I feel like as and you you can you can tell me if I'm wrong, but I feel like as fans, we get upset when we throw certain key pe- certain positions into the fire. And so. You know, I'm a big supporter in letting Trey Lance start. They threw Fred Warner into the fire and they and they let him get his games in, right? Mm-hmm. He struggled. He's he was he was terrible in coverage. I'm gonna call it like it is. He was horrible in coverage. He was good against the run, horrible in coverage. Bowman was slipping. They had to get rid of Bowman because Bowman didn't want to do whatever he was asked to do as far as his role. And Fred Warner had to learn through the fire, through the leaving. Like he had to learn. And so I felt like that's why Fred. Is so good. We're gonna we're gonna come up with a nickname for Fred Warner, like Drop Dead Fred. Not no, we don't want to. Right said Fred. That was his name. Yeah. Yeah. Right said. Right, right said Fred. Fred. I mm-hmm. too sexy for my shirt. What's going on, Lyndon? Hey guys, thank y'all so much for tuning in, man. Make sure you guys are sharing this broadcast. All right, because we definitely appreciate you guys being in here. Uh, let's go and take some of the comments. Uh, Kraft says Ambry Thomas is a really good kick returner. Do you think he would be our best kick returner? Hmm. I mean, it's, car, it's it's for you. It's probably hard to tell until you see him, right? But I'm gonna say this then: I mean, anybody other than Richie James and River Craycraft will be our best kick returner. <laughs> Here we go. I put that out. That works. It's just how I feel. You know, that's that's yeah. how I feel. All right, Jason is saying, who is the more positive, Niner Fred or George? Both of them have got amazingly positive attitudes. Oh, that's a good question, man. He wants to know who's the more positive, you know, energy when it comes to the team. I think it's different. 
I think George is a people's guy. Mm-hmm. And Fred is like lead by example guy. I could be wrong, but what do you think? I agree with that. I think that George has his way of of his expressions and Fred has his way. Fred's are a little bit more calmer than Kittle, but he still, you know, does does get um, excited and he does know how to rally people. But Kittle seems to be, you know, over the top and, you know, everything like that, because that's just his personality. That's what makes him so awesome. But they're both like awesome. I I, I totally agree. I totally agree. Look at that. The Twitch is in the chat. I like that. Nice. Uh, all right. And so I I just think that they both bring positive energy. Uh, I just feel like George Kittle gives you that, uh, that woo, like the flame. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. And, and, and Fred no, Warner no just, Fred Warner's the gritty guy. Right. He's going to show you by example. Like, he, I'm, I'm sure he's out there yelling on the field. You don't really hear him a lot like you do because he's making defensive plays. But I'm telling you, man, they're like the same person just on the opposite sides of the field, in my opinion. They exactly. Really, yeah. <laughs> John V said, oh, no. Twitch is in the yo, Twitch is in the chat, bro. You thought we bull cripping? We we ain't we ain't bull cripping, baby. Look, man, we gotta we gotta make the switch soon, guys. We gotta make the switch. I know I love y'all on YouTube. I do. Um, but for streaming and the way we're trying to go and we're trying to brand the the, the, the new thing, uh, Twitch is the way to go, guys. So hopefully. I mean, and, and don't stop following us on, don't unsubscribe to, because we're still going to be posting on YouTube. So you're still going to get to see things on YouTube. All right. And so that's, that's the way it is. All right. So that was Fred Warner now also on KMBR. All right. And so you pay attention to the comments and I'll go ahead and do this. Now, so John Lynch has been speaking a lot lately and I like John Lynch when he speaks because he talks with this kind of like, he's excited, but he doesn't want to show it. And so it's like uh, he's going to become a dominant player. We really believe that. Why did I read it like that? Because I am tired of people downplaying this young fella right here. I'm tired of it. Like I'm sick and tired of saying, oh, Kinlaw isn't uh, DeForest Buckner. No, he's not. His name is Javon Kinlaw. Different type of player coming out of college, different type of player in the NFL, and it was his rookie season, Peachy. What are your thoughts about Ken Law? What are your thoughts about John Lynch literally co-signing this check for this player? I am very, very um, overjoyed that Lynch has co-signed for Ken Law. I'm tired of Ken Law for some reason. It Not that he's getting a bad rap. It's just that... He just doesn't have a lot of people that believe in him. And I just don't understand why. You always have like rookie defenders that come into the league and they just come into their own. And some of them come a little bit slower than others. I do believe that Kinlaw is going to have a breakout season. I know I said that on, on an episode um, a couple months ago. I do believe that Kinlaw is definitely going to have a breakout season. I believe this is going to be Kinlaw's year. And I'm glad that he has the his, you know, that that the front office is coming out speaking on his behalf mm-hmm. because, you know, there's so many people that are just, oh no, I don't understand why people just don't believe in this kid. This kid is gonna be a beast in this league. 
he's gonna be fantastic. Yeah, I mean, he's built like a monster. Right. And I know sometimes size doesn't deter people. It, it kind of turns people off if, if he only has one thing and that's like strength. But I think this kid is only going to get better. Like his his, his moves are going to get better. Um, and he did have a slow start, Jason. You're mm-hmm. absolutely right. He did. But I mean, there was no training camp. There was no rookie OTAs. Right. There was no nothing. It was just like, yo, Ken Law, guess what we're going to do? We're going to throw you into the fire. Right? Go out there and be Javon Kinlaw. All right? And and Miss Cynthia, like, she pointed out something really good, man. He's better at stopping the run. Okay? And so he's better at stopping the run right now and all those different types of things. And he is. Uh, He he was brought into stuff that run. And then you uh, supplement him out with the DJ Jones, who is your pass-rushing defensive tackle. Right? It's a, a, you know, it's, it's a... You know, you rotate. It's a rotation type thing. You know what I mean? And so with that being said, and I, oh, like, we're not even going to talk about this, E-Nice. Like, I feel like people forgot that three starters were missing. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I'm feeling like we totally, like, slipped off and said, and the main starter that was missing was who? Rosa. Yeah. <laughs> like, you, like, Nick, Nick Bosa was a second-round draft pick. I mean, a first-round draft pick, the uh, second pick in the draft, like, he, he the, the moment he came in, before he was drafted, he was demanding double teams. Like, mm-hmm. before, from Ohio State, wherever he went, he was demanding double teams. And so, three starters were missing. D Ford was out. He was out. Now, D4 doesn't play on your base defense. You switch Eric Armstead to the outside on that. But the fact that D4 being out also hindered the defensive line and the rotations. And then they lost rotation depth. And so, look, all I'm saying is DeForest Buckner was great. I'm not going to stunt. I loved him as a 49er. And for some reason, the 49ers had to find a way to move on from him because they had to figure out how they were going to continue to keep other people. Jerry Garcia says people were upset. I mean, Jerry Garcia. Jerry Serna says people were upset that DeForest was gone. They felt some type of way about Ken Law before. Right. right. I think that's what it was. I think that's what it was, B. I think I think that's it. I, that's the only thing I could think, you know. But the fact that you guys in here, he's a beast. You guys notice it. Look, when the biggest man on the offensive lineman gets a pick six, I feel like all the other bull crap can get thrown in the trash can. Mm-hmm. And we're talking pick six to the house, out of breath, gotta find oxygen. Like that's what we want to see. And Callie, you got dang right. This is my point. OTAs this season, and he's no longer a rookie. So if there was any type of rookie type of, you know, stuff going down, you know, got to get up early, got to got to make the coffee, big donuts. What's going on here? Got to do all that type of stuff all out the window, all out the window. Oh, you know what? My man, McCole, says he wants to get on. So, PG, you go ahead and talk to him. I'll go ahead and send him that invite. OK, yeah, um, that that was the thing that people don't understand. OTAs. Are- you guys do not realize how excited I am for OTAs. Like we're actually going to have a normal off season, people. Like we are literally going to to um, have normal training camp. We're going to have like it, uh, whatever the new normal is, is what I mean. Like it's going to be, it's going to be that. It's going to be really, really good. Our our defense is is going to be fantastic. I can't wait until all those guys get out there and play together. Because Breezy's right, 
Bosa makes a huge difference. So much attention gets paid to Bosa that the guys around him, like Kinlaw and others, are the ones that are going to reap the benefits off of that. And like I said, I do feel like that Kinlaw is going to have a hell of a year this year. I really, really do. And yes, you are right about that, Arthur Long. We do need to let Buckner rest in peace with the Colts. Because it's a lot of time now. <laughs> did, he, did he actually say rest in peace? He did. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you something though, and I'm not gonna tell this to everybody, but that Colts defensive line is scary than a mother. It's scary. Yeah, it is. I know. I'm leaving at that. That's a scary line, man. They go, oh God. Ugh. Anyway. Which, which is why, like, you know, it's um it's imperative that by the time we play Indianapolis, because we do play oh, the Colts this year. You know what I'm gonna say. Uh, by that time, we're gonna have to have Mr. Trey Lance there so he can run to get away from Trey Lance is starting like week two, <laughs> week one and a half. Week one. <laughs> Trey Lance will be starting. Look, and, and and you know, we're gonna talk about the quarterbacks. I mean, people are probably like, why are we calling the show head of the class? It's called head of the class because at this moment, Jimmy Garoppolo is head of the class of the quarterback. So each week, we're going to bring you a different show, different position. All right. So every Monday, we're going to break down different position groups and we're going to try to figure out like which ones are going to be wean out. Now, we're not doing our 53 man roster, but at this moment, we have five quarterbacks. We'll get to that. So let's finish talking about, you know, what we see with, um, with the different uh, defensive line players, because I'm telling you right now, Javon Kinlaw is going to be a monster. And what I'm what do I mean by that? I think he has been working on what we like to call technique hands. Right now, he's not an edge guy, so he's not looking to like you know. He doesn't have to do all that. We're talking about being twitchy, get off, all that good stuff, and so he's still going to be dominant and run. But I think he's going to be able to get low and push up these guys' pads, and you're going to see. I'm not comparing him to an Aaron Donald, but I'm telling you right now, if he can get some type of you know other moves in his system with uh, um, Nick Bosa being back. They're going to be working out together. I can't wait to see how that's going to do. Let's bring on our guy. This is our our, uh, our exchange, you know, our, our student in training. He loves being on the air. He's getting prepped up. My man, uh, he, he changed his name to MKA49ers. I love it. What's going on, fam? What up? What up, Breezy? What up, Peachy? How y'all been? Doing good. Look, we rocking the same chair, I think. I don't know. Like, you know what I'm saying? I got. I had to get the gaming chair. I was like, you know, bump that other chair. My tush hurt. So I had to switch up the chairs. We got to send Peachy one of these chairs. They super comfortable. Yeah, they are. Yeah. And we'll, we'll have to send one for her. Maybe we'll get her one for her birthday. All right. So uh, what's, what are your thoughts on, um, I saw you in the chat. What are your thoughts on uh, Javon Kinlaw? I feel like uh, we're just too bummed out for Buckner, like you said. Uh, we, I think we kind of overreacted, but we saw the impact impact he brought to us. You know, uh, deflect the ball uh, a bunch of times. Like, let's just say the Giants game, I, I believe, he deflected a ball. And on the football team, uh, he stopped the run. or Wait, wait, wait. He stopped the QB or uh, stopped the run, but he did a lot of impact that – um what our substitution players are in so once our uh we get everyone healthy i think we're we're gonna see a big jump a huge jump let me look up javon kinlaw stats man because he didn't have a lot of sacks at the beginning he didn't have a lot of sacks throughout the rest of the season 
He only had 15 solo tackles, um, but he had one and a half sacks. And it was like they came at the right time. He's not your sack guy. I think that was the issue, too. Like, they weren't seeing the production from Javon Kinlaw, especially what they saw in DeForest Buckner, his rookie season. But they also, the, the defensive line was a little different when DeForest Buckner was in there. And, you know, they had to figure out how they were going to deal with Eric Armstead and this, is that, and the third. And I know people want to talk about Armstead's decline, but you had Armstead playing all over the goddamn defensive line. Like, how much did you expect him to produce with the whole line being out? Like, he had to go inside, outside, around the side, upside, downside. Like, he was just all over the line. At some point, I'm like, man, Eric, man, you got to be tired, dude. Like, I know, I know it. And so I think this year, guys, on that defensive line, I can't wait till we break down the defensive line show. We're going to see an upgrade on from every spot from every player that makes this roster. It's going to be an upgrade. I know we had good sacks with eight and a half with Kerry Hyder, nine and a half with Kerry Hyder, if I'm not mistaken. Watch what you're going to see this year with this defensive line. All right? I promise you. All right. Now, we're going to do a show where we're talking about the quarterbacks, right? And we got five quarterbacks on this team. And then we're going to end the show with our predictions on how many primetime games the 49ers will get. If you don't already know, the schedule release is Wednesday. So we'll be going live for the schedule release show. All right. We'll be doing a live episode special week. You know, we bring you out two episodes a week. Again, if you don't already know, I know you guys are here on YouTube. Thank you to all the latecomers that came in late. Y'all know I'm, I'm marking y'all tardy. Just keeping it a buck. I'm a teacher. That's what I do. Hey, man. Hey, it's cool, man. I don't care if you got a doctor's note. It's all good. You're late. All right. Make sure you go and follow us on Twitch. Follow Wayne Breezy. We'll be streaming live from there in the near, near future. All right. When I say near, near future, that means soon. Okay. And so listen, we're going to break down. We're going to guess who we think. And I think we'll play a little game. Right. And so, Makoa, if you're going to play in this game, we're going to make a little bet. And so the person that gets the most primetime games right has to do something special for the person that wins. All right. Cool. We'll try, we'll try to get you. It doesn't have to be monetary. You can know you can make a poster or a sign or something. Or you can give me one of them Trey Lance cards. Ah, there we oh. go. Yes, oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> hey, 76. I'm just playing around, man. You know what I'm you daggone right, uh, Big Dre. Better late than never. I don't even mark my students tardy anymore, man. As long as they show up to class and they're productive, that's all I freaking care about. I don't even know why there's a tardy on the thing. Now, if you show up to class two minutes before class in, oh, you absent. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there's nothing. I think I got one of my students watching the show, and and, and I, he already know how I get down. Like, he, he, he watches the show. So um, that's what's up, T-Ball. I'm trying to get Rome into T-Ball, but... Uh, he's just he's just not there yet. He doesn't want he doesn't want to do it yet yet. But I definitely hope he gets into it. You know what I'm saying? All right, all right. So let's go ahead and let's talk about the quarterbacks. Now the 49ers have five quarterbacks on the roster as of now. Five quarterbacks. I'm going to go out on the limb and I'm going to say four make the roster. Yeah, we do have too many quarterbacks, Grab. <laughs> four make the roster. Three will make the 53. One will be on the. Um, practice squad. All right. So we're going to go through the quarterbacks and I want to go through starting with Nate Sudfield, right? Because I'm going to go with the guy. Actually, you know what? Let's start with Josh Rosen. I'm going to go with the guy with the least experience and then we'll end with Trey Lance because he has no experience. But also, it's kind of throwing my theory out the water, but there's nothing to say about Trey Lance. We'll talk about what we think we're going to see from Trey Lance at the end. All right. So let's go with Josh Rosen. All right. 
Um, if you're looking at his stats, his career stats are pretty good. Um, obviously, in Miami, he did zero diddly squat. All right. Then he was traded from Miami. Where did we get him from? Was it the... Um, we didn't get him from Miami. We got him from free agency, I believe. No, it wasn't free. Remember, we made a trade... And then we had to, we we acquired him in a trade to fill our uh, roster. Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay. So he, yeah. he didn't oh, even. Yeah. So Tampa in Bay. 2020, he didn't even accrue a season, y'all. Yeah. He didn't even accrue a season. So it doesn't even show what he did in 2020 because he didn't even accrue a season. That's crazy. All right. So his rookie season, let's look at his stats. 11 TDs, 14 interceptions, uh, passer rating, 66.7, 2,200 yards. Not bad, right? What are your thoughts about that? Like, you know, for a rookie, 11 TDs, 14 interceptions, you kind of expect that because we got to talk about Trey Lance soon, right? Uh, 67 quarterback rating, and he had almost 2,500 yards. Is that good or bad? Above you average. But you, you said above average or average? I would say average. Okay, peachy average. What'd you I mean, think? it's average for for um, a rookie and considering how many starts he had. That's okay. I, oh, I think he, I think he played the majority of that season, though, right? Because his rookie season, uh, he beat the 49ers, I think once. <laughs> I think he beat the Niners. That was one of his wins. Right. I think I think so too. Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. Look, and so Jason is our co-signer, right? He says Rosen wasn't horrible for a team that said out loud they, loud were, they were tanking. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> yeah. And so the reason why I brought him, you know, he's a, he's a 49er. He was required to do a trade from Tampa Bay because we needed to fill our COVID squad. You know, we needed to fill our squad. You know what I'm saying? Because the COVID was keeping some have extra players or whatnot. He beat us twice, Melissa. No crap. Oh. <laughs> no. What would we do without the nitty gritty Niner scholars? I know exactly. You know what I mean? This is why we go live because we stand firm to be corrected. We don't mind being corrected. Right. Okay, like we we don't. All right, so. All I'm saying is, Rosen is on the squad. Does he make the squad? Let's go around the room. Does he make the squad? Peachy, yes, no. Uh, Makoa, yes, no. Uh, tough one, right? Five quarterbacks on the list. It is a tough one because I... Hasn't played in a whole year, Peachy. Right. I don't believe that he does. I like this stat right here. He was 2-14. and 14. And the only two daggone wins he had was against the 49ers. So we can probably say he he owns the Niners. Now he is a Niner. So does he make this squad? A lot of people are saying, yeah, Callie says no. Callie, please type in the comment why you say no. McCoa, does he make the squad? Um, We're keeping like- three quarterbacks. I'm letting you know right now. Yeah, I feel like he does because um, he's still young. He only has two years under his belt. I feel like we can um, at least train, um, not train, but like develop more into an actual, like a decent backup or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but when Jimmy G off, he can replace Jimmy G if necessary. But I feel like he does just because um, of his age and he can like develop more still. Okay. All right, so you got it there. I like that explanation. Peachy says, Peachy, what did you say? No? I just said no because um, I I feel that if we haven't, that we, if we hadn't have, have drafted 
a quarterback that he would have made it. I just do not believe that that he's going to make it. I just believe that Sudfeld is going to be the one that's going to make it over. So. Yeah, my man from Last Second Sports said it, that Sudfeld has guarantees. And so, mm-hmm. you know, the guarantees is going to guarantee. I mean, you got to pay. If you if I if I sign the contract, if you sign a contract with me and I said I'm guaranteeing you money, well, then you just kind of signed yourself onto the roster because I'm not paying you to not be on my roster, if that, if that makes sense. You know, and so I can see that. And so that's a good question. I'm glad we brought it up. And speaking of Sudfield, let's go ahead and talk about Sudfield, all right? So now Sudfield is a little bit different, all right? And so... Um, Sunfield, uh, a little bit longer. He, he got his 2020. They're actually the same. He got his 2020 year timestamp because he probably played for a game. All right. And so, you know, he didn't, his yards aren't as great. His, his, all right. So 2018 was his best year. He probably threw one pass for 22 yards, zero interceptions that had 129.2 rating. Um, but he doesn't have he's like a he would be like a rookie man so I don't understand why people are saying yes to Nate Sudfield like what are your thoughts about Nate Sudfield let's go with Peachy first then McCall I just feel with Sudfield just like um, last second said it's just all about the guarantee contract I don't feel like that I think it's something that you that you have to keep him there I do agree that Rosen has more NFL experience overall than Sudfeld. That's mm. definitely true. I do feel like in a way that Sudfeld is is kind of like a rookie because of the amount that he's played. So uh, it, it it is a strong possibility that I don't I'm not sure how much the guaranteed money is that it could be Rosen over Sudfeld. I mean it just depends on I think how how the quarterback coaches and Kyle see see the situation. That's a good but, point. That, yeah. That's a great point. That's a great point. And experience. And we use that word loosely because we feel like we can, certain people can play without experience and certain people need experience. And right. so um, the question is like, which one do you want to go with? Do you want to go with the guy with the, the experience or do you want to go with the guy that has the better connection with the coach? And so that's what we're kind of going to go with because he has that connection with Rich Scangarella, right? And so, McCall, what are your thoughts about Nate Sudfield? Um, I feel like the only way he would be on uh, the 49ers 53-man roster or 55 uh, is his, like, like, veteran presence, I feel like, because um, as he not played as much, but he's been through them. Uh, I feel like uh, with the Eagles, he's been through those games. Uh, I feel like he could uh, throw some corners out to Trey Lance or Jimmy G if he's on the team, but uh, I'm still rocking with Josh Rosen to be our third quarterback. All right, he's staying firm. He's standing firm on his Josh Rosen take. Uh, notice how I'm not giving any takes. I don't want any takes. All right, so Last Second Sports <laughs> says, have to remember we acquired a coach from Philly who was – with the Niners, right? And so, yes, Rich Gangarella is here, and that is the connection. So the question is, are we going with the connection? Or are we going with the experience? And so we have Melissa out here putting out Sudfield signed a one-year $990,000 contract with the 49ers, including $252,000 guaranteed. 
like I said, they can cut him, but they're going to be paying him guaranteed money. And if I'm not mistaken, the 49ers are tired of paying people that are no longer with their roster, especially the coaches. <laughs> Tom Sewer, you know, <laughs> he's still getting paid. And so uh, one of these guys are going to be on the practice squad, and that's why we're having this conversation, right? So one will be on the practice squad. Uh, and the question is, Will it be Sudfield? Would it be Rosen? Would it be the next guy we're going to talk about? All right. And so, like, this dude must have been, like, this dude has been in NFL for, like, eight years. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, dang. You know? And so, Josh Johnson. Yes. No. Stats are kind of, stats are better than Sudfield's. I'll tell you that. Definitely. True. You are right about that. I don't see Josh Johnson uh, making the team. Why do they keep bringing him back, though, Peach? I know. that's um, That was literally, like, you just took the words out of my mouth because I was going to say, but they keep bringing him back. <laughs> I don't understand why they keep bringing him back. Yeah, things that make you go, hmm. Right. <laughs> I, I just can't figure it I can't figure out why they keep bringing him back. Josh Johnson was my draft diamond when he was coming out of college. Yeah, but he hasn't trans related to the NFL game. Or it's not that he hasn't. I just don't think he's given the opportunities. Like, I feel like if you... When we had Josh Johnson on the 49ers when he first was here with Cal, under Colin Kaepernick, right? He was, he was with him. Like, he was... A guy that I was like, yo, put him in the game. Like, he could do some things. Mm-hmm. You know, we better not bring Jordan Matthews back. Put him put him in the game. <laughs> and so I feel like he is just not giving the opportunities. And it could be a lot. Like, he could not be learning the plays too well. The system can be too complicated. He, it's, the, it's a 20-play call system, like 20-worded system. It might just be too much. Mariah puts out a great point. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Mariah to practice against mobile quarterbacks. He's not just a mobile guy, though, but he is mobile. And he brings that Russell Wilson kind of athleticism to the game. And so when you have a guy like that, that, and so this is why this is more difficult than what it is, because Mariah is saying that he's here to practice against mobile guys because we play a lot of mobile guys. Now, we got to look at the schedule. We got toward the end, not the schedule, but the opponents. And we're going to go and a mobile quarterback, mobile quarterback, mobile quarterback. We'll go through it like we did um, last season. But, you know, that could be his purpose here. He's not making a lot of money. He's probably going to end up on a practice squad. But so that means Rosen, Johnson, Sudfeld, Jimmy, and and Trey. Like, one of them is going on a practice squad. I don't see two of them going on a practice squad. And I, I hate to say it, but three will be with the 49ers. And the question is, which three? And so, McCoy likes his Josh Johnson, uh, Josh Rosen. He's not changing on that. Doesn't sound like it. Peachy, who is that guy you feel like is going to be that third quarterback so far? Out of the three. I have a feeling that it's going to be Sudfeld. I still think it's going to be Sudfeld. Because just like... I mean, everyone's pretty much answered that question that the 49ers, like, if, they, if they're going to owe this dude, like, if they are going to owe him money, I just don't, I just don't see, especially how we are right now, I just don't see it. Um, the only way that it's possible, I guess, is I would just like to know this whole Josh Johnson thing. Now Mariah has me thinking. <laughs> I'm wondering why he keeps 
leaving him out there. And I know now with the mold of of when when Trey does take over, I can definitely see the need to have Josh Johnson as as you know being part of that depth behind Trey Lance once he takes over. I can also see that as well. And he's a vet. I mean, exactly. he's been in the league, mm-hmm. in the league for a little while. Um, yep. He's been in the league for a while, and so let me. You know what? Let me just look him up one more time. Because wasn't there another quarterback named Josh? Who was the quarterback from the um for Tampa Bay Bucket? Oh, that was Freeman, Josh Freeman. Josh I Freeman. Guys, yeah. I get the, I, I get them mixed up. So, so. <laughs> you're right, West Coach. It is a hard decision because it just depends on the thing is, is we don't know what Kyle's thinking. So we don't know that strategy that's going into what quarterback to keep. We don't know that yet. Yeah. All right. So so he was with us only one season in 2014. That was the season with Mm -hmm. with Cap. So he was with Tampa Bay, Cleveland, Cincinnati, San Francisco, the Washington football team in 2018, and then back on the practice squad for San Francisco. So he never saw a snap, so he doesn't get any recorded stats. Right. So, yeah, like – it's 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 an exciting. <laughs> um, I said that, and then I was cussed out on the thing <laughs> by the chats. Look, man, if we're gonna have Trey Lance's quarterback, why not get one of these guys? Now, I'm not sure about Cap, only because he's been out of the league for a little while. At right. least RG3 knows the system. Uh-huh. He played last year, started a couple of games. Yep. He still got football in his blood and his veins. And 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 it makes the most sense. If he's willing to play for a dollar fifty, I say go get this guy, cut all the other three quarterbacks, have him, Lance, and Jimmy, mm-hmm. and call it a day. That quarterback room would be amazing. Now, one of you mm-hmm. said that the quarterback room has drastically improved, and I agree one hundred percent. We went from CJ Beathard, Nick Mullins, guys that had some great abilities to their game but they just couldn't translate it on Sundays man like it just didn't work right you know what I'm saying like it just did not work and so now look Vader Joe 71 call me cuckoo for cocoa puffs but I like that idea I love it why not bring in RG3 okay why not bring in RG3 uh, Makoa go why not why not Bring him? Okay. Uh, why not? I'm confused on that. Why not? So basically... And my point is, I am not. I don't want you to, like, give me some negatives to why we should not bring him in. Like... Oh, okay. There aren't... Hold on. Let me think about that. Okay, go ahead. You want Peachy to go? Okay, go ahead, Peach. I can think of, of a why not, even though I would love to see RG3 you know, around Lance. I think that would be great for him. But uh, why not, I guess, that I could say is is that um, he's not he's not played a lot of football. He's he, He's been around it, you know, because he was on the Ravens. But he's not played a lot of football. It's the only thing that I could see as to why that it may not be know the best idea but if you look around at the other guys that are on the roster behind jimmy 
that they haven't played a lot of football either over the last few years. So it's not, you know, so to me, but if I had to say one, I, I would just say the lack of, of, of being on the football field. It's not, you know, like the game time and game time okay. situations. Uh, Makoa, do you have yours? I know I have mine. Yeah. Um, it's the same one as pitching and one more. I feel like uh, I need to bring out a negative. It has to be uh, he's injury prone. I feel like there you go. He did got injured in uh, Washington, where Kyle was there, and uh, I feel like it, I know that was a long time ago. It's not really, but like it's he's still injury prone. So I feel like that's at least one negative about RG three. Yeah, I mean, look guy i mean I, I feel like he's a little bit more mature but i mean he, he, that injury that injury is leading to my why not how about that and, and it was just that one injury alone we tore his acl because he chose not to slide see when quarterbacks choose not to do certain things i think kyle shanahan says i'm 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 over you okay just like jimmy chose to get that acl injury because he chose not to get out of bounds. Like he tried to get an extra yard or so and then boom, ACL gone. And so those these are those are those are business decisions made by the quarterback. And you you want to say you like it, but then at the end of the day, man, you could live to the next play. And so RG3 chose not to slide. And I think Kyle Shanahan is so traumatized by that. Like he's just like, man, as good as this kid was, you know, the talent that he had, you know what I'm saying? I think we're just gonna move on. What's going on, Zach B? What's going on, family? And so that was it. <laughs> right. That's the whole Jimmy problem, West Coast. <laughs> West Coast, the whole Jimmy problem. And so I think Trey Lance, the first thing, I know we see Trey Lance. Speaking of Trey Lance, let's break up some of the, the monotony right here. Let's, let's, let's go ahead and watch this guy work out. Come on. I mean, this kid is a workaholic. He's a rookie. He's amped up. He's ready to work. Trey Lance. Trey Lance is about to take the 49ers to places they've never gone before. Okay? And so I think the one thing I would like to see Trey Lance do when they start doing some things is just practice your slide. You know what I'm saying? Just, just go do a baseball slide. Go do whatever it is you got to do. That's what makes Russell Wilson and Kyler Murray, like the running quarterbacks, the quarterbacks that can take off to run. That's what makes them so great because they know when to get down, right? And so if Trey Lance has that in his pocket, man, please, good luck. Because I want to talk, we're going to save Trey Lance for the end. We're going to save him for the kit and caboodle. But now we got to move on to Jimmy. Uh, Debbie says, RG3 played under Kyle. He knows the language of Kyle, and he helps translate. See, that's a great, that's a positive. Mm -hmm. there are, I would say for me, Miss Deb, I have more positives than negatives, but I kind of did the reverse psychology on everybody. I made them give me the negative. But I agree. He yeah. knows the verbiage. He knows the language. He understands that. Not just because he said it on the thing. He, if you go back and watch the Washington football teams when they were used to be called the, the other name, if you go back and watch his rookie season, that cat was balling. Mm -hmm. Like balling, balling. 
And I thought he was going to be like rookie of the year, MVP. Like he was balling. I mean, he was get, he was able to get the ball down the field. He was able to throw the short the short throws. He was able to to provide a, a, the defense to play a little bit different because of his ability to run and all that good stuff. He was balling. And so he got hurt. That changed up his whole momentum going forward. There you go. I think Kyle Shanahan is, is still on that. Nah. But why not bring him in as as Peachy would say? Why not bring him in as a mentor? That's exactly Give, what I was about Johnson, to say. Josh Rosen, Nate Sudfield, and then and then re-sign Josh Rosen for the practice squad and get and bring him in as a mentor. Would our or here's the question. Would RG3 be a bad mentor for the type of quarterback that is going to be taking over for our franchise? I I absolutely uh, do not believe that. I believe that he will be perfect for him. One thing that people have to realize is RG3 was very immature. He said a lot of stupid things, and he was very arrogant when he first came into the league. He has changed considerably a whole lot. And a lot of it was probably him getting humbled, you know, um, humbled, like not getting another starting job. And I believe that he can just show Trey, you know, just what not to do. You know what I'm saying? Like what path not to take, not to fall into this. Because you you know, whenever Trey gets out there, everybody, well, everybody's already calling names that we call him Ice Trey. Everybody's got all these different names for him. They're calling it Trey Aaron. The whole nine yards that they're calling like already. And he's not even taking a starting snap. So once he becomes the 49er starter, it's easy for you to lose control with the big head. You're going to have everything coming at you. And RG3 can let him know, you know, exactly what not to do, what not to fall for, what not to whatever. So I just think it'd be great. I think it'd be fantastic. He becomes the mentor, right? And yeah. so, McCullough, the question was, why not bring in RG3 as a mentor? Like, to, for for Trey Lance, like wouldn't he be a great mentor? No. Uh, yeah. I feel like he would, just because uh, there's a lot of sim- similarities <coughs> to him with RG3 and Trey Lance. Uh, I feel like uh, with because uh, for me, I just like veteran presence because he's he knows uh, the offense. He knows what to do. He knows like where. Trey Lance needs to work on or improve on, or if not, he already sees it. So I feel like uh, he can be a great mentor to Trey Lance. I agree. So I, I agree with the mentorship. I just don't think that's something that the 49ers are going to look to do because they already have five guys on their practice squad, but RG3 is out there. So who knows what may happen with RG3. And the reason why RG3 was brought up in the first place is because we were thinking about a guy. We have a guy like Josh Johnson, who's sort of like a veteran, but he doesn't see that much experience from NFL games. Yes, he's on the practice squad. Yes, he's on that. You know, he, he's on the team, but he's not seeing a lot of live action, you know, real time NFL games. And you might see more if we have those couple of preseason games this year. Uh, but um, she says, uh, Miss Cinnamon says, can RG3 be a mentor while on a practice squad? I think RG3 eligibility for practice squad is over. I think he is a super duper seasoned veteran now. He'll play for veterans minimum and he won't be eligible for the practice squad, uh, Miss Cynthia. 
Now, these other young guys we got can go to the practice squad because, you know, if you looked at their, their numbers, they haven't played much. And so they can be stashed on that practice squad. All right, let's go to the kitten caboodle of the joint. All right. And so now the kitten caboodle is this guy. You guys all love him, right? I love him. I do. I'm not going to stunt. Okay. It's Jimmy Garoppolo, man. Guy took us to a Super Bowl in 2019. He, uh, uh, hmm. Do I say that like loosely, though? Did Jimmy really take us to the Super Bowl? Let, let's ask this question. McCoa. Did Jimmy Garoppolo take us to the Super Bowl in 2019? And be honest, because this is nitty-gritty. Uh, I have to be honest, because it is the nitty-gritty. Uh, I would say he was part of it, not all of it. Um, we had some help, like uh, an ordinary um, team would. We're a team, and I feel like we got that help from Jimmy G with uh, what he does. And then Raheem Mostert did his thing, and then our defense did our thing. That put us on the top. I feel like we just we just combine as a team as a whole, and they just find our way in the Super Bowl. Hmm. Peachy. <laughs> Jimmy Garoppolo <laughs> take us to that Super Bowl in 2019. Hell no, <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> hmm. He did not. She said hell no. So you gotta elaborate on that. Cause you can't just say that and then be done. That that that's not gonna work. Cause we got cause look, Jerry, look, I got some comments for you. Cause Jimmy's Jerry says he played some amazing games, but it's a team sport. Right. Scott's saying, of course he did. The defense and Jimmy. Look, I he helped us get there, but he wasn't leading the team there. Hmm. We now we talking. Now right. we talking. Thank you, Jason. Hey, Scott, look, I got something for that. Go ahead, Peachy. <laughs> what you got for that needs to be in another show. You need to do a whole entire breezy show just based on that. We're going to lose, gonna lose about right. 700 subscribers. <laughs> I'll do that, Joe. Okay? Callie oh. says we wouldn't have gotten there without Jimmy. I'm saying did Jimmy put the team on his back and yes. take us to a Super Bowl. Right. No, no he did not. That's okay. right. Okay. And right. I think that people no. are misunder like they're they're misinterpreting what we're really saying. Mm -hmm. Breezy said it best. Did he put the team on his back? Hell no, he did not. He did not. And I know I need to give him some credit. And I do give him credit. I give the whole entire 49ers team credit. Because like somebody had mentioned just a few minutes ago, it was also about the team. It was about the whole entire team as a whole. But let me ask you guys a really short question. I'm going to keep it really short. What did Garoppolo do in the playoffs? That's what I want to know to get us up to the Super Bowl. What 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 did Garoppolo do? I'll wait. What, what did he do? I wish I had the light bulb because or the time clock. I'm, I'm really, I'm really waiting for someone to tell me what he did in these here playoffs. When the 49ers got to the playoffs, what did he do? Hmm. I don't see nothing in the chat. Hmm. It's it's quiet in the chat. I'm not talking about that game. I'm talking about the playoffs. And, and you're and you're right. So Peachy's talking about the playoffs, but. I'm going to go with Scott for a little bit, all right? Because Scott is commenting right now, and he's saying, look, we got to give Jimmy some credit. You daggone right we got to give that man some credit because he still didn't win us this game. All right, now, here, here we go. <laughs> oh. Jimmy, Jimmy threw an underthrown ball 
to George Kittle, who caught the ball and ran and got a penalty. And then Mike, I mean, Mike, Robbie Gold won the game. We want to talk about Jimmy's almost 4,000 yards, and I love it. But they, they're they yak yards. So, like, if you take away, I would say 3,000 of the almost 4,000 yards was off of yak. When I asked the question about did Jimmy G take us to the Super Bowl, did he put the team on the back on his back? I think that's the question I asked. Like, really, you have to answer that question because if he did, we would not have traded up and drafted the quarterback. Exactly. And so I think and I believe, not to cut anybody off, I think and I believe Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch says, listen, Jimmy's a good quarterback. He, he, but he's 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 maxed out. He can't put this team on his back and win us games. I think that's why they have decided to say, hey, look, we're going to move up. We're going to move on. If you go back and watch a lot of those games, man, like Jimmy played, oh, good. He played good. He played decent. But some of those games, he had a lot of bad throws. Like he, like he, like that's not, the only reason why we draft. That is not the only reason why Scott we drafted the quarterback, bro. I need you to read way in between the lines. I like Jimmy. If Jimmy is on this roster, I feel like he's going to start and he's going to prove to the world why he's going to be hopefully a great quarterback. But that's not the only reason why we drafted him. We drafted. There's a bunch of reasons why we drafted Trey Lance, and some of it doesn't even have to do with Jimmy Garoppolo. It has to do with the daggone salary cap and the fact that we need to move on from some money because we need to sign some other players. So right now, let's go get the best guy that we think fits our system right now, and that's going to fit it next in the next several years as well, and we can go ahead and get a guy like Trey Lance. And so that that's some reasons too. But look, they got a player that you've never seen play with the 49ers. Colin Kaepernick is not Trey Lance. He's not. Colin Kaepernick was Colin Kaepernick. Trey Lance is on a whole different level. And so oh, we're going yeah. to end the show on Trey Lance. Like, we're going to finish that. <laughs> uh, Jason says, Jimmy in 2019 is no different than Trey. Ooh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Jason! No, Jason! No, Jason! Bro, you about to lose followers on Niner Faithful. Thank you for saying that. Nah, nah. Trent Dilfer was horrible. Jimmy Garoppolo was good. There's a big difference. Jimmy didn't just rely on the defense. He made plays. Yes. Trent Dilfer couldn't pass the ball for seven yards. There was no offense on that Ravens team. Like, it was all defense. Their defensive players played offense. Like, that was that was the team. Jason, God, I, I'm not going to downplay my man Jimmy like that, though. Right. You think he, oh, as game manager? Oh, you got to be Pacific. I like to say Pacific. I think it makes my students laugh. They're like, he said Pacific. <laughs> you got to be specific, though, Jay. You got to be specific because, no, 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 no. Uh, okay. All right. If that's what you mean by game, and thank you, E-Nice, for clarifying that. I'm going player for player, though. I think Jimmy's still a better game manager. Nope. Nope. Trent Dilfer would be the better game manager because they won the Super Bowl. Hmm. See, had to shoot myself in the foot. <laughs> if we're gonna, if we're only gonna focus on the Saints game. You can't tell me. Oh, you know what? Let me, Peachy, talk to him. I gotta go find. Actually, Peachy, oh, here it goes. Here it is. Question. So, Cali, I like Cali. If y'all don't know this by now, I feel like we related. All right. Question. If we lose to Pittsburgh, 
both Arizona games, he's basically trying to say these are all the games Jimmy won. Right. Okay. If we lose the Pittsburgh, both Arizona games, Rams game and week 17, uh, week 17 versus Seattle games, uh, Jimmy helped us win. Do we make the Super Bowl? This is a great freaking question. I love it. I love it. I'm going to let y'all answer it because I, I, I feel like we argue too much. So I'm going to let y'all answer. Makoa, what do you think? Do we win the Super Bowl if we lose that Pittsburgh game? Which the throw was to Dante Pettis, I believe. It was a bad throw, too, by the way. It wasn't it a great was. throw. It was. <laughs> it was. He had to go get it. I was there, too, Callie. So I saw it live, and I was like, if we lose this game, and I came all the way from Connecticut to watch this team, first home opener, you know, but Jimmy made a throw. Dante Pettis made a great catch, who's no longer on this team. But, but Makoa, like, if we lose these games, I'm, let me leave this up here so you don't forget. Do we make the Super Bowl? That's a lot of games, so obviously not. Yeah. Duh. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I... <laughs> we, we wouldn't have to, we have gone to the playoffs if we lost all of those games. Yeah, I mean, hold on. That's one, two, three, four, and then five. I mean, you could have a chance, but those are, um, hold on, one, two, three of those basically are divisional games. And if you lose divisional games, you're gonna be, um, oh yeah, your chances are gonna be low. PG, do we make the Super Bowl if we lose those games? No, because just like Vader said, we would have been eight and eight and we would have missed the playoffs and we wouldn't even have made the playoffs. There was no way with the way the NFC was that 49ers, that they would have had an eight and eight team in there to do that. No, but I also wanted to say one thing about what Callie said, and I love Callie to did. That Pittsburgh game was really, really scary because uh, didn't Jimmy throw five picks in that game? Yeah, I would say, or at least three, at least three, we threw, we threw five, three picks were on Jimmy. That's right. Yeah. I guess all of them weren't on him. Yeah. Yeah, I would say because Breida tipped the pass. Right. Like he should have caught that pass. Right. And then there was another one. There were five turnovers. I don't know if there were five interceptions, but there were definitely five turnovers. I'm trying to remember how many and he had. The only reason game. why the only reason why we won that game was because. They didn't have a quarterback. And that quarterback was holding like that. <laughs> there was no big win that we were struggling. Uh, mm-hmm. We're not discrediting Jimmy. Uh, Jerry, I'm giving Jimmy credit, but I'm not giving him credit for that Pittsburgh game because Mm-mm. he couldn't lead that team. Uh, he led the team to a victory. But come on, man. Jimmy played horrible in that game. He played horrible. Can I say something real quick? Yes. Uh, what's called? I believe Forrest Buckner... Um came in clutch and forced a fumble against the running back so Jimmy G could have that drive to win the game. Oh, mm-hmm. so, so Buckner, who we no longer have, right? And so mm-hmm. Buckner, um, yes, I do remember that. I was so right. tense. Like, that game had me on eggshells, y'all. Like, y'all have no idea. I was in San Francisco, Santa Clara, freezing. It was cold, too. Like, just shaking in my boots. All right? And so, look. Thankfully, Pittsburgh had more turnovers. Yeah, right. guys, we're not discrediting Jimmy. All I'm saying is, he's not the type of person that could put a team on his back. No, um, 
I do have one addition since people keep bringing up this Saints game in there. Let me ask you guys about this lovely Saints game. Mm-hmm. When the 49ers accrued, um, or accrued, traded for good. Emmanuel Sanders, mm-hmm. why did the 49ers need to go after Emmanuel Sanders? See, see, that's a tough one because they needed the 49ers wide receivers couldn't get separation. Mm-hmm. Emmanuel Sanders got there. And right. I think he opened up the defense. And then when he opened up the defense, you started to see it, some underneath throws. So I think I think that was it. But once the defenses started getting hit to the way Jimmy was playing with Emmanuel Sanders, <laughs> and then Jimmy had to start making the underneath throws, and then his balls was off. Pause. Mm. Like you get what I'm saying? Like his, he, he was he was getting people hurt, man. Like look, Jimmy. All I, all you know what you know what. We gonna leave it alone, man. People gonna look. We losing. We losing streamers right now. I know. I don't get I'm it sorry. though, because it's okay to talk bad about every other position, but not Jimmy Garoppolo. Right. I understand why we can't sit here and point out his his weaknesses and 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 his mess ups. We could do it for every other position. Mm-hmm. I guarantee you, Trey Lance coming in there and throw five interceptions. They're gonna be like, "What the what, dude?" It happens. All I'm saying is, Jimmy. 2019 couldn't win that Super Bowl. He couldn't put the team on his back. He couldn't say, I'm going to go out there and get a win. And it's just because of his skill set, guys. It's his skill set. Can he make short throws? Yes. Can he make throws down the field? Yes. He can make those throws. They, they just couldn't do it in the Super Bowl. But if we've seen him make those throws, they're under they're underneath throws, they're, they're short throws, but he can make throws. And so this is not a discrediting to Jimmy. It's just that I think he has reached his freaking max. And so even at his max, we can go out there and win games. We can still win games. Now, Jimmy has to upgrade because defenses right now are going to stack the box, mm-hmm. take away the run, and force Jimmy Garoppolo to make the throw. Yep. And Jimmy has to be pinpoint accurate. That's the difference between him and Trey Lance. And now let's go ahead and finish on Trey Lance because that's the difference. Trey Lance doesn't have to be pinpoint accurate because he is going to give space. He's going to be given space on the defensive side. What does that mean? Because the dude can run. And so you go ahead and play him tight up close if you want to. And he's <laughs> one person. He, let me one on one. Who's tackling Trey Lance? That dude is 220-something mm-hmm. pounds, 6'4", and will run you over. Yes, linebackers, get ready because they don't make linebackers like Patrick Willis and Navarro Bowman mm-hmm. and Ray Lewis yeah. and Brian Urlacher. They don't make them like that anymore. Right. They skinty. They skinty now. <laughs> That's right. You were so right all about I'm that. saying is – like that is what separates the two. Like Trey Lance is going to be able to go out there and provide Kyle Shanahan with another threat to the defense. Another threat. He's another. He has another threat. Why? Because at the end of the day, he can pull the ball down and run. Now I do want to talk about some things because Trey. People are saying Trey Lance is a running quarterback. He is not a running quarterback. Trey Lance is looking to pass first. What Trey Lance can do. Something that Jimmy Garoppolo can't seem to do is call an audible at the line of scrimmage. 
because when he sees the Mike linebacker blitzing or he sees a certain type of coverage happening, he's going to say, check, 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 scrap that shit. I'm about to take this ball off and make one person beat, beat one person. That, that's what he does. That's what he did in, in uh, North Dakota State. It wasn't just, oh, I'm going to run, I'm going to run, I'm going to run, I'm going to run. Go right. back and watch the tape. Go back and watch his games. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, you got to watch this film. You got to watch the game. Not even the film. Watch the games. And then you could actually see him calling, changing things at the line of scrimmage because he understands that type of offense. And that's crazy because he was doing that, guys. Makoa and Peachy, he was doing that at 19. Mm-hmm. He's 21 now. So, Trey Lance... Jimmy Garoppolo, we're going to have that show. We're going to do a show just about them too. <laughs> My man John uh, John Chapman and I, we're going to do a show about the two trays because we want to big up the, 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 the two trays, you know what I'm saying, that we got on the 49ers. So that's going to be a show upcoming soon. Uh, Big Dre has a question. Let's answer some of these questions. Debbie says, uh, Trey turned 21. Yes. Happy belated birthday to Trey Lance and PG. Samson Ebukong. Samson Ibukam, happy belated birthday to those young fellas, man. We're so happy to have you a part of the 49er organization, and we can't wait to see you guys out there on that field. It's going to be crazy. These are when I'm out in Cali, you better answer the phone. We definitely linking up. Real talk. Real talk. Um, and and we, there was a, there was another comment up here. Uh, Trey just turned 31. I don't know. We'll find it. And so, this, and John, bro, this is my point. And this is this is why Kyle Shanahan changed his script. All right. And this is exactly why he changed the script. We're talking about Trey Lance now. And I know a lot of people, and that's a good question, Diesel. We'll get to that. I know a lot of people are saying, hey, he's not pinpoint accurate. He has to work on his footwork. He has some mechanical issues. Hey, guys, if you're watching some of those throws and these videos he's doing right now, just check out his mechanics. Cat's been working. He's been working. Okay. And so, no, he doesn't have the collegiate experience. Who cares? He's an NFL player now. And so when you see him on the field, this is why I say, Kyle Shanahan, stop bullcripping us. Start this kid day one. I don't care if he throw nine interceptions in the game. Let him get his feet wet. Let him get out there and let him ball. Like, let him ball. Let him learn. This is what Mike is saying. We've never seen him face that type of adversity because he's never thrown interceptions. He threw one. In a game, they still won, even though he came back to win that game on his own. Ronnie Lott's birthday was yesterday, too. Happy birthday to the legend. Man. Happy birthday. I think that that um, one, one thing that I will say about Trey is even if he was to throw three interceptions in one game, I bet you the next time he goes out there, he won't do it. It's a different mental game for him, PG. Mm-hmm. He processes things a lot different. That's why mm-hmm. I don't even think he'll throw three interceptions in one game. I think right. after the first one... He's on that Microsoft Surface tablet, and he's real because he's going to see different defenses. He's going to see right. different types of coverages. He's going to be playing against elite defensive coordinators. Totally different. But you know what he provides still to those elite different uh, elite defensive coordinators? A threat to run. So you blitz if you want that. And this is my Scott. 
Look, you know, man, I love you, bro. I understand the Jimmy, and so I'm. I'm hoping Jimmy. If Jimmy's here, I'm, I'm. I need Jimmy to go out there and do his thing. But you're right. This is the point I'm trying to make with Trey Lance. And the co- the cool thing is he can read that. Like he understands who the mic is, who this guy is, who is that. Like he he gets it. He no longer has to rely on the center, which is something that Jimmy has to rely on. And so we're talking about Jimmy being great, but the center that was the center when Jimmy had this great season is no longer the center. Now we're bringing in Alex Mack, and how do you know they're going to even – did we not draw that connection? Did, we don't know if that's going to work. What if Alex Mack is saying, I ain't reading nothing, man. You, you've you been in the league for 25 years. You can't read the defense yet. <laughs> I'm, just I'm just saying. That's not going to happen. I'm just saying. No. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we saw the picture of Russell Wilson's face. Somebody put mm-hmm. a, a screenshot of it, and all he's his, – his, his facial expression was like – this mother sucker, yo. It told it all because they, I told you the whole NFC West wanted us to draft Mac Jones. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was the question, though. They were praying me. about it. They wanted us to draft Mac Jones. They did. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure who asked the question about does Trey Lance make our wide receivers better? I will say this if wide receivers can't beat their coverage like off the reads and Trey Lance can extend plays like he does, Yes, because defensive backs can't cover that long. You have to, un- you have, and you also have to take into consideration that we've upgraded the offensive line year two with Trent Williams, dude. Yeah, like he's coming back off of his, you know, not playing for a year and a half. You know what I'm saying? Thank you, Diesel. My bad. Not playing for a year and a half. He's coming back off of that. So that football shape is back. And you saw it. And you saw him laying people out. Like, is there another stronger offensive tackle in the football and league in the league? Like, he was like in the run game. He was laying them out. He gave him a couple sacks, but he was laying them out. So, the offensive line is better with the offensive line being better, and the running game looking like it's going to be younger and more durable. We're talking, yes, wide receivers should be better. Is it? The difference is Trey Lance can extend the play. Jimmy Garoppolo needs to get the ball out quick. That's the difference between the two. Gotcha. Oh. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I was just thinking about that. The rookie, you mean? What was his name? He was out of Clemson, wasn't he? Is it Isaiah? I can't remember. Isaiah's, uh, I, uh, something Isaiah, something. He, he was supposed yeah, to be Isaiah Simmons. Isaiah Simmons, right? He was supposed to be able to cover. They got, they drafted him just to cover George Kittle. They, that's why they covered him, and so that, I mean, that's why they drafted him, um, and that didn't work out too good. Uh, and so, does uh, let me ask you guys this: Does Michael Parsons give you Isaiah Simmons vibes? Kid from Penn State that just got drafted to the uh, Cowboys. I think he's the Cowboy. Cowboys took two linebackers, too. Two linebackers I had on my board. Mother freakers. Yeah. I know it. I saw that. Because Michael Parsons is like a hybrid safety linebacker. Like, <sighs> yeah. <laughs> Good thing he's a Cowboy. We don't play them. Amen to that. That's what I was going to say. At least he's not in our division. Yeah. We would have played them like we lost to the Cowboys. I can't believe we lost that game. Oh, that was such a did we lose to Andy Dalton, y'all? We did. Mother, 
It's been a long time since I left you without a dope beat to step to. It's, that was a long time ago. We lost to Andy freaking Dawn, yo. That was bad. I still okay. can't believe we lost that game. That one and the Philly game are the two games that pissed me off more than anything last year. And you know who beat us? And this is a good segue into our last segment. You know who beat us, though? They're back up running back because Ezekiel Elliott didn't even freaking play. That's right. <laughs> Tony Pollard, man. Who the freak is Tony Pollard? <laughs> All right. All right. This is, look, whatever. I don't care about Cowboys, so I can take as many shots as them as I want. Um, Diesel wants to know before we get into our next segment, what do you think of Sherman's response to the Cowboys corner saying he is a faster, lengthier version of him? Are we talking about the kid from because they didn't draft a quarterback this year? Are we talking about the kid they took last year? Rose this year. Oh, which cornerback did they take this year? I forgot, but I, I remember he did saying he's more faster and more athletic than Richard well, Sherman. Richard laughed at him. I mean, I'm probably faster than Richard Sherman, but yeah, like, like I think all the cornerbacks are faster than Richard Sherman. Are they better than Richard Sherman? I I don't know. I I don't know. Dang it, Kelly. I got to go back and watch those games. I'm definitely not watching that Philly game because we let Carson Wentz run all over us. Carson Wentz turned into a running quarterback versus the 49ers that week. And I was pissed. And he came out to California and got it done. I was heated. I was heated. I felt like the 49ers said, look, we're going to lose these games just so we can get a decent seating. I know that makes no sense, but that's what we're going to do. All right, guys. We're not going to keep you too much longer, but this these are the opponents, and the schedule has not been released yet. All right? And so what we want to do is uh, – we'll speak on that. We'll, we'll end the show on Sherman coming back. Uh, what we're going to do is we're going to have a little exercise. I'm going to leave this up here so we can all see it. Our home opponents are the Green Bay Packers, the Houston Texans, the Minnesota Vikings, the Fams, the – not Fams, the Lambs, the Falcons, the – I don't have a bad name for the Cardinals – Let's come up with one. The Coats and the Sea Chickens, right? I want to call them Seacocks, but I feel like that's bad. Like, <laughs> because aren't chickens cocks? Or no? Yeah. 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 The male ones are. Yeah. We call them Sea Chickens. Why can't we just call them Seacocks? Chickens got a whole bunch of extra syllables, man. They Seacocks. They... Yeah, and it goes better with like hawks. Seacock. Oh. I know why we can't say that. My bad, YouTube. Well, we got more followers too. Got two people tuning in after we say Seacocks. So we might keep saying Seacocks. All right. So on the road, we got Philly. This can't be right. We play Philly again? We sure do. Versus Jalen Hurston. Damn, Gina. All right. Chicago. Oh, we got Justin Fields. Tennessee. We got a. Yo, I'm looking. Yo, you know why I'm going to this Tennessee game? Because I want to see Fred Warner stop Derrick Henry, stand his ass upright. I just oh, want to yeah. see that. I, that's what I want to see. Mm-hmm. And living color. I want to see it on TV. I want to see it there personally. I wish I could um, travel. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Cardinals again. The Jaguars. So we get to face two rookie quarterbacks. Like, All right, we'll talk about that. The, the Lambs again. The Lions. 
All right, so we we pretty much good on the Lions, right? Because uh, we own that kid from the Lions, uh, the Seahawks, and then last but then we got to deal with Joe Burrow. All right, let's do this by quarterback only, though, since this is a quarterback show. Mm-hmm. Let's do this by quarterback. So let's go back through the the home. We got Aaron Rodgers. I don't know if Deshaun Watson is the quarterback for the Houston Texans, but Deshaun Watson. Oh, we get to face Kyle's favorite player in the NFL this year. Kirk Cousins. (laughs) Matt Stafford, Matt Ryan, Kyler Murray, who I can't stand playing. Is Carson Wentz the quarterback for the Colts? Yes. Yes. (laughs) Okay. Mm -hmm. And then then Russell Wilson. And then we got Jalen Hurts, you said. We got Justin Fields. We got uh, Ryan Tannehill, Kyler Murray again, uh, Sunshine, um, Matthew Stafford, uh, Jared Goff, and then Russell Wilson, and then we got Joe Burrow. All right, this is going to be inter-freaking-resting, yeah. All right, we're going to guess off of these teams. Now, the reason why I say I mentioned the quarterbacks' names it's because that kind of like determines the the prime timeness on the TV. So mm-hmm. the question is, Peachy, Koa, how many prime time games will the 49ers have in 2021? All right. And so how many prime time games will they have in 2021? I'm looking at the schedule. I'm going to let y'all go first. This is a tough schedule, right? Somebody told me, PG, that we have an easy schedule this year. And I'm looking at it saying to myself, what the what? Do you see these quarterbacks? They're, they're saying, they're they're saying the that it's easy. That's what they're saying, that our schedule's easy. Well, then tell them to shoot up for the 49ers, go out there and play. Because I'm, I'm looking at these quarterbacks. I hear you. The strength of schedule is what you look at. You don't look at, like, you look at the strength of schedule because what what it is is you look at the records of these teams. And if you look at the overall records of these teams last year, it's an easy schedule, people out there in the chat. None of that shit matters, Peachy. None of that matters. It's 2021. Of course. So none of of that matters. I don't care if a team, the 49ers were what, 3-13? and And then they went to the Super Bowl at 13 and 3. Or were they 4 and 12? Can't remember what it was. 4, four, four and 12, I believe. Right. Then they turned around and went 13 and 3. Right. So th- that none of that, I guess that's how they value or yes. they judge it. But we yes. then. Right. This schedule was hard. I'm looking <laughs> at it. This schedule was hard. Nah, but. not too bad. Um, <laughs> She's saying. We'll, we'll see. Because, well, okay, think about something. What if Green Bay doesn't have a A-Rod? I don't care if they don't. They that, still have a defense. Oh, uh, that's that's a well. It doesn't matter what they do because we um, we beat the Packers. We beat the Packers because we ran the ball. Right. When we had to throw the ball with Nick Mullins, we could not beat anything on the Packers. <laughs> well, we're not talking about last year. That doesn't count. It does count. It, no, it does. counts. <laughs> Come on, man. You yeah. can't say Was that. Was it our <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm saying we're under. So they got out there. They're saying six primetime games. Some people are saying three. Some people are like, some people are saying five to six, six. Like, what do you guys think? Melissa's well, saying six prime. That's a lot of prime. That's um, a lot of primetime games. I'm going with games. four primetime games this year. Okay, so Peachy's going. Let me, let me write this down with no pen. Oh, I got a phone. 
This is why we do phones. Let me write this down. All right. And so PG is going with four. McCoy, what are you going with? I'm going with five. McCoy's going with five. All right. So. Now, what they're probably doing, and that's cheating, is they are thinking about later on with the games that can be flexed if the 49ers are are doing fantastic and they get like four games and then they might flex two games, which is what they normally do. That's cheating, guys. <laughs> hmm. That's right. cheating, people. I saw, wait, let me write this. Opeachy went with four... Four. Cole went with five. I guess Breezy has to go with six, huh? That's what it looks like. Let me just double check. Green Bay Prime. Houston, nah. Vikings, nah. One of these, one of these, these uh, some of these, you know, divisional proponents be prime. One is gonna be a Thursday night. One might be a Monday night. So that's two. Whether it's the Seahawks, whether it's the Cardinals, whether it's the Rams. So I'll give that two, the three. I'm not going to do any flexed. I think the Chicago one is going to be a Monday night game. That's four. I, I, dang, it's hard. I'm going to go with six. Bump it. I'm going to take the people's record. The people said six. I'm going to go with six. Bump it. I'm the people's champ. And so I'm going to take right. the people's record. Oh, for sure, Jason. That Bears is a primetime game. Trey oh, you Lance know it's going to be. You can see that right now. All right, mm. Gregory says it's going to be five. I'm going with six. I'm going with six. All right, so listen, we're going to be bringing everybody. The, we, are we going to be streaming live, PG, during the, um, the schedule release, right? Yes, that's right. So Absolutely. we'll be streaming live at 8 p.m. We might go on a little bit earlier than 8. Yeah, All right. All right, we so might go on sure at 7.30. All right, so we'll go on at 7.30. So make sure you guys are tuned all the way in. And again, uh, make sure you guys are following us on all of our platforms. When you go back and rewatch the video, and I hope you guys go back and rewatch the video because we can use that. When you go back and rewatch the video, uh, all the streaming stuff is inside the description so you can find it as well. Uh, and again, follow on Twitch. Wayne, Breezy, I can sit there and put the, the URL in there, but you can't copy and paste it, so you might as well just say, go to Twitch, look up Wayne Breezy, hit the follow button. Now, uh, you can subscribe. It costs money to subscribe. We, we, we would like for you to subscribe. I think it's about $6 to subscribe, um, but just follow. That's all we're asking for. But if you want to subscribe, please subscribe to the Wayne Breezy channel because all the Nitty Gritty Niner shows will be on there streaming live from now on. All right, guys? Hey, final thoughts, man. Let's get up out of here. Makoa, you go first. Um, for our, the whole show? Yeah, what are your uh, final thoughts? Just period. Going into the next show, whole show. Okay. You um, think any news going to break? Thoughts. Will Richard Sherman be a 49er? I hope so. Uh, what's called my final thoughts, it has to be... Um, I feel like five primetime games for me. Uh, I feel like um, not enough said is train lines versus Trevor Lawrence. I'm really excited to see because I saw that Jags uh, saw that Jags game, and um, I'm excited for our defense this year because we're uh, we reloaded and now stock up. And then um, 
I'm just excited for Trey Area. So that's basically it. And then also, um, there's I think John Lynch said that um we're not done in FA, so we could see some more signings soon. I like that, Peachy. Final thoughts. We're not done in free agency. I just want to thank everyone for tuning in. Of course, you guys are the best. You have the best chat, hands down, in all the 49er platforms. Whenever you come in the nitty gritty, we love you guys so, so, so much for everything that you bring to this show. You, you guys are amazing. Please be sure and and go and follow us on Twitch at Wayne Breezy. Um, it would be much appreciated. Everything's going to be there. It's going to be awesome and all that. I'm excited about the schedule coming out. I know for a fact that that, that Lance Fields game, they will put that on Monday Night Football. It will be prime, like it'll be prime time. It will have to be. They will also try to arrange it where it's probably not going to be that early in the season. It's, That's a snow game, PG. It's it's going to be later, and the reason why it's later is because they're probably expecting Jimmy to start and for Lance to come out, and they want to make sure that it's Lance and Fields going up against each other. I'm quite sure that that's what they're going to try to do. So the NFL is very tricky. They're very strategic. There's a lot of great games going to take place around the league, and 49ers are going to have some fantastic ones. Jose, the schedule release is Wednesday at 8 o'clock. Eastern Standard Time. So that's 5 o'clock Pacific Standard Time. Right. And I don't know any other times. That's why Miss Debbie... So Miss Debbie thinks she's slick, right? Because Miss Debbie... You know, Miss Deb, I'm just going to send you all my tweets before I tweet them first so you can go ahead and edit them. So she, I put out a tweet today about the show, and she's like, um, you meant 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, right? And I was like, yeah. But that's because I put Eastern Time for both. And so people are probably, that's why everybody was late. That's why everybody was late, because it's, it was my fault. They thought it was coming on later. I got you. See, Ms. Deb, you on it. So she made sure she put the disclaimer in here right now. Thank you, Ms. Deb. You know, when we say 730, that means 430 for the... <laughs> what would I do without you guys? I tell you, I have no idea. Shout out to my man, Deez. Hey, you play, you play the sack. That's what's up, man. Yo, we got to link up, man. Link up, man. I could send you some things. We could go live. We could do whatever. We can go live on the channel. Make sure you're on that Twitch channel. I'll get the keyboards. We'll bring you in live. We'll stream from here. And we could do a nice little section. Might be a little delay, a little lag, but who cares? We talking about music. Everybody's like, what? 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 No, so I know that when it when when the schedule comes out, everybody's gonna be rushing to get them tickets to to um go ahead and scoop them up. When you see when like where the 49ers are, like when the 49ers are playing this games, because we know uh, we know where it's going to be. The Titans game, Nitty Gritty is going to broadcast from the Titans game. That is one game that we are going to do this year. I've already put out tweet after tweet about that. I live two hours from there, so I'm right here. <laughs> Tennessee, right. So I will be at that game. And I hope that a lot of you guys are able to come to that game because that'll be awesome for the 49ers to just represent in 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 full at that game. And we're really, really awesome. 
I asked my man to do it. It's all right. Yes. Yes. <laughs> my guy. My Thank guy. Yo. My guy. All right, man. Final thoughts for me. Listen, some things are going to go down with the 49ers. I'm super excited right now for the simple fact that we have our future, we have our present. And so everything is starting to come to fruition. I do think, like Makoa says, that John Lynch, they're not finished. And so even though we have like over 90 men on the roster and we got to get it down to 90 and then 53 at some point in this offseason, like I expect more things to go down. And I, I just can't wait. And will Richard Sherman, someone asked, will Richard Sherman be a 49er? You know what? We don't know. But, you know, some of us say yes. Some of us say no. And so it is what it is, man. The thing comes down to what Kyle Shanahan, what John Lynch is looking for and what Richard Sherman is willing to do. And I think if the, the three parties can come to an agreement, he'll be a 49er. Why not in his career on a team that's going to contend for the Super Bowl for the next 17 years? Yeah, I said 17 because that's how right. long so I'm speaking into existence because that's how we need to talk from now on. We speak that good stuff into existence. And so listen, I think things are going to happen, not just with Richard Sherman, but other players. The thing that I'm liking about San Francisco right now and this team, this organization, is players are starting to want to come here. They want to be here. Like you're starting to see that. And I'm like, yes, finally, the Niners are getting back into things. My bad, Sim. Hey, man, look. We Sam, I need you to like just get everybody from here onto there. Yeah, you need to recruit everybody, Sam. Get them, get them, get them yeah. going. Like, we got to get them on here, bro. Because Sam, you got to explain to everybody what Twitch is and why. You know, guys, we're just switching the streaming platform. YouTube, we're still going to be on YouTube, but we're switching the streaming the streaming platform, and we need our subscribers to subscribe to us live there. So when we're not here, that's where we're going to be. So if you don't get the alert, that's because you didn't subscribe to the Twitch. Because we're going to be streaming on Twitch. So I just want to put that out there. But my final thoughts are simply this, man. The 49ers are making moves, and they're looking to contend now and later. That's one of my favorite candies, by the way. And so the 49ers are looking to do some things. And I'm so excited with what the 49ers are going to do it. Who's the head of the class right now? Who knows? Kyle Shanahan, John Lynch comes out and says it's Jimmy Garoppolo. All the things that we've been watching, it says it's Trey Lance. We don't know. You don't know. Only they know. And I think they know that Trey Lance is going to be the head of the class when it's all said and done, guys. So thank you all so much for tuning in to Nitty Gritty Niners Talk. We truly appreciate you. Hey, Look, Greg loves your hair, Peachy. I know you saw the comment up. You look, you on it. That's what I'm talking about. I just wanted to put that out there in the world. McCoy, thank you for jumping in, man. Appreciate you, man. Hey, McCoy, what position do you play? For baseball, I play shortstop. Whoa! That's the hardest position on the field. I know. I know. That's what I've been practicing every day. Man! I like it. Hey, man. Yeah. Hey, do your thing, man. That's what I'm talking about. But ladies and gentlemen, thank you guys so much for tuning in. We're going to go on and get up out of here. No, this is a great episode. Peachy McCoy, y'all always hold it down. I appreciate you guys being on the show. Hey, stay up. Stay faithful. Most important, keep it nitty and keep it gritty. Gritty. We out, y'all. Peace. Nitty gritty, this that nice talk. You don't like it, better take a walk. Nitty gritty, this that Niners talk. We outline players up and show. Nitty gritty, this that Niners talk. You don't like it, better take a walk. Hey.
Nitty gritty, this that nine is tall. Nine is tall. Nitty gritty, this that nine is tall.